The Guardian's article about Ron Finley said, this is not a hobby. Growing your own food is a damn revolution. And for me, that those small acts of refusal, those small acts of protest, are the birthplace for alternative stories. I think all of us can feel tempted towards cynicism these days. When you look at the headlines, you see online discourse, and it's easy to start feeling like change just isn't possible. It happens to the best of us, but the best of us can also recognize cynicism for what it is and overcome it. We need to remember that change is possible, and we need to help inspire others to believe it too. That's how Dr. Shanae Swartz sees it. She's a narrative coach and consultant who helps people, organizations, and communities with a technique called narrative therapy, teaching them to understand their own stories better. Shanae shared at Story 2020, and she is a magical human being. She understands that our lives are narratives, and in any narrative, nothing is ever just the way things are. We can always move forward, and a better outcome is always possible if we're brave enough to work for it. Last year at Story, we talked about the role that storytellers play in the coming of dawn, how our work plays a role in announcing the coming of the sun. Listen in on some of her talk, and you'll see what I mean. We've just gone through the night, and for me, the night symbolizes a time when stories are stuck, when we can't see further than the darkness. And so often these kinds of stories that are told in the darkness are stories of, this is just the way things are. This is just how things go. Things will never change. This is how it's always been. And for me, there are an invitation to us in this time. The invitation is about how can we become the story keepers of the announcing of the coming of the sun. And as story keepers, we have work to do in the night. When we hear those kinds of stories that wants to tell us, oh, this is just the way things are, this would never change, this is how people are, and this is how human beings are, we as story keepers of the sun need to be inviting questions, careful, curious questions that uh, honors and works with dignity with, with another person. And in that honoring and dignity and careful questionings, the dawn might open, the dawn of possibility of not just this story, of not that being the only story. It's opening up our thoughts and our ideas about a dawn, about an alternative, about a counter story. And for me, our questions then become magical doors that opens up the secret, because the secret um, that we are told in the night and in the darkness is that this is just the way things are. And this, the way things are don't have an address. You can't go and knock and say, hey, I want to change that story. And that's the secret. But, but questions for me is the magical door that unlocks the possibility of a dawn of an alternative story. And then as the dawn breaks here, 
We have another role as story keepers of the sun. Story keepers. Sounds like a big job, and it is. That's Shanae's whole point. We all have this incredible responsibility to our communities, to ourselves, even to our whole planet, to make sure we're keeping track of the story that's unfolding all around us and our place in it. Not everybody is going to take that responsibility seriously, but those of us who start paying attention on Shanae's level can, and we should. She had this story that illustrated how that's worked in her own life, and it's a great tip of the iceberg about rethinking what's possible. Let me also tell you a little about about my own story. On the 12th of March, I was standing at the station of Lier waiting for the train with my colleague Griet Bowen, and we've just completed a story-weaving workshop. When all of these rules and lockdowns and words that we have not been familiar with uh, in our lifetime came to us, security councils and presidents making announcements about who's coming into the country and who's allowed and who should stay home. And uh, a whole week of work is cancelled. And within a weekend, uh, I was rushing back to South Africa. It was night. And when I came here, all my work here was cancelled. And in that night, uh, the anxiety came. The fear came the way things are in the moment and how long would that be and will we survive? All of those questions came in the night. And it was the story whisperers that sparked my imagination for an alternative. Griet, um, my colleague, um, started a, a garden, permaculture garden, and she was eating out of a garden. And my imagination was sparked. And that's the work also of the story whisperers. They spark our imagination for what is possible. And I thought, despite my story, must I say, <laughs> of green fingers, that at least I'll grow food and at least we won't get hungry. And so the story of my green fingers is that every Mother's Day or birthday, when somebody would give me a plant, I would absolutely freak out and hope that they never come and visit me again because that plant won't be here. It did not survive. But because there was a story whisperer of an alternative, another story, an imagination of a, of a garden from which you can eat, I thought, I'm going to do it anyway. I'm going to try it. And that's for me so important about the, the retelling of the stories of the story whisperers so that they spark our imagination for the possibility of alternatives. Another story whisperer in this gardening field is Ron Findlay. Uh, he started a, a garden in, in Los Angeles and dared to do it on the sidewalks and change the laws about where one could uh, plant a vegetable garden. And I remember as I started this garden and I saw for the first time how these plants were uh, breaking through the ground. It, it, I've never seen that before, given my story about green fingers. And they literally lift the ground up and they, and they break through the ground. And for me, our stories are like that. They are invitations to break the ground of the night and this is how it is and show us life. 
so over the the months that this garden grew and things were breaking through the ground, people saying, oh, that's a nice way to keep yourself busy in lockdown. How nice of you. Now, what a nice hobby. And um, the, the Guardian's article about Ron Finley said, this is not a hobby. Growing your own food is a damn revolution. And for me, that those small acts of refusal, those small acts of protest are the birthplace for alternative stories. I think cynicism comes disguised as being realistic sometimes. We learn to just accept that our current level of personal and societal dysfunction is just a fact of life. And anyone who thinks otherwise is being too idealistic. Some people have to be poor. Some people have to be hungry. Sometimes we have to be stressed and overworked. That's just how the world is. But for Shanae, dreaming of a world where people don't have to be poor or hungry, where our personal lives have healthy balance, that's just taking an active part in writing the story of our lives. Listen in. Imagine that nobody on this planet is hungry and nobody is without shelter. Olivia Saunders, a professor in economics that wrote the book Tomato Economics, is another custodian, another story whisperer. She visited me and we drove all the way from Pretoria to Nelspreit. It's about 300 kilometers. We passed cornfields and mango trees and forests. And she was looking at me and she said, how is it possible that anybody in this country is hungry? That anybody is without shelter. And so here I am, <laughs> six months later, eating from my garden because of the story whisperers and inviting others also. And that's, that's the next invitation of the story keepers is what is mine to do? What is the story that I need to live in? The story beyond the story of the night. What is the story that's calling me to do? and to be. And so every single afternoon, I sit in my garden, I eat fresh things that I could have never imagined. And people are saying to me, uh, they don't recognize me. <laughs> um, I've, got, I've got my tan, my garden tan, which uh, is also brand new. So a life transformed through stories of others, stories of story whisperers coming to us and then inviting us to weave different stories into the world so that we become co-authors of what is possible in this world. I'm now inviting others to my garden, giving seeds, sharing food. And that's, for me, the announcing of the coming of the sun is we have stories in the night that we can ask questions to. What, what if we could imagine that everyone on this planet has food to eat? And what if uh, we all grow something that we can share? And what if uh, we, we take the stories of the story whispers and retell it and weave it into our lives? And what if our story shifts and we then also go to uh, others and share these stories with others 
And what if all of those stories come together? What, what if we weave all of these stories together into what I would call not a new normal, what I would invite into a new dignity for all of humanity? I love what ifs like this. For those of you who read my book, The Wonder Switch, that will come as no surprise to you, right? I love Shanae and I love her work because it invites that same sense of wonder, that sense of possibility when you're writing a story on a blank piece of paper. More is possible for our lives and the world around us too, if we can learn to keep those stories. Things don't have to be the way they are. We don't have to stay the way we are. Are you ready for a better story? I know I am. I hope you are too. And one of the ways we can continue to live better stories is by understanding the one we're currently living or to ask a better, deeper question to understand who we are. Who are you? It's an age old question and one we're going to be asking this year at Story 2021. We just announced our theme for this year. Check it out on the website. You're going to love it. It's at story2021.com. Look, if you enjoy these short glimpses into the talks of some of the storytellers you hear here on the Story Podcast, then you'll love participating in our live two-day event. Story 2021 is happening on September 23rd and 24th later this fall, and you can attend in the way you feel most comfortable. We have a small handful of in-person tickets left for our intimate in-person gathering in Nashville, or you can join us online for an interactive digital experience. Like last year's conference was entirely online and so many of the storytellers in our community said it was the best conference they've ever attended online. This is not just another Zoom call. And so whether you want to join us virtually or in person, just please don't miss it. Again, you can learn more by visiting story2021.com. Grab your tickets before the price goes up by a hundred bucks really soon. Again, story2021.com. I hope to see you there. If you enjoyed this episode with Dr. Shanae Swart, learn more about her work by visiting transformations.co.za. That's transformations, plural, dot C-O dot Z-A. Until next week, thanks for joining us for another short episode. If you're enjoying this podcast, it'd mean the world if you drop a quick rating review. A lot of effort goes into the production of these weekly episodes. I hope you notice the team would greatly appreciate that review. And let's be honest, it would mean the world to me personally. Really appreciate it. I am Harris III. Please keep telling stories that matter. The Story Podcast is a production of the Astoria Collective. It is hosted and curated by Harris III and produced, edited, and mixed by Chad Michael Snavely and the team at Sound On Studios. All music for Season 5 of the Story Podcast is provided by the talented musicians at Soundstripe. For more information about this podcast and other creative offerings from Story, visit storygatherings.com.